Uh, Avril Lavigne is really a modern Annie Hall, if you think about it. Think about it. Mm, I'm thinking think, about it. Keep thinking about it. How long do I have to think about it? 30 more seconds. It's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, it's the U.S.'s answer to Avril Lavigne, C- Catherine Kogart. Hi. It's good to skate here. <laughs> uh, why are you always making this so complicated? Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas. I'm sorry. I'm just finishing up my vocal warm-ups. Uh-huh. Rob Thomas. Okay. So this uh, the, the warning that you gave me ahead of this was that you were going to try to make a bit out of this is like... <laughs> It wasn't like, I'm going to try to work this in. It wasn't like, oh, this is just the thing I've been thinking about. It was like, no, no, it's all I'm going to say is this this ongoing bit. <laughs> this is the singer's name or television producer. <laughs> That's true. We don't want to be. Thank you for saying that in the tone that we often say or woman. <laughs> A subjugated class <laughs> the television producer. Yeah, they've had a real rough go. <laughs> I mean, no, it's hard to tell with Dan Harmon. I don't know what's going on with him. Nobody knows. Nobody yeah. knows. We just know that he's very unlikable, but a very addicting person to listen to. Mm, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so Rob Thomas, you say. Rob Thomas. Listen, if you're going to rest listen. control of the podcast, I think you need to drive the podcast. I, I, okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, here's me resting control of the podcast. Just, just try for me. Try rolling an R for me and tell me. You look me in the Skype eyes and you tell me that it's not a blast. Uh, okay, so the order is uh, first roll One, the R. Roll the R. And then two, tell you it's not a blast. Yeah. Okay, so one, uh, let's see. Rob Thomas. Thank you for choosing Rob Thomas as your R. I messed that one up. Let me give you another one. Rob Thomas. There. Was that one in the clear? Can yeah. you edit that one in? Yeah. It's all, okay. it's going to sound Rob. great. So step two, if you can, tell me it's not fun. I'm getting... If it's even possible. I'm, well, I need some clarification here. Is is it just the rolling R's or are we concerned about Rob Thomas at all? Is we're not like... We're not concerned necessarily about Rob Thomas, but fun it's just fun to say you understand my my confusion because it's literally the only r you've rolled this whole time give me another word that starts with r Um, preferably a celebrity robert louis stevenson robert louis stevenson (laughs) you're right that is fun i gotta be honest with you it kind of tails off is the problem with it there's too much non-r yeah yeah um how about a red fox that's... Red fox. No, I think it needs to be a raw. raw. Oh, I see. Yeah. How about uh, uh, Rob Spear, the, uh, the the guy in the French Rob Revolution? Spear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, you know, I felt I felt a little bit of the bourgeoisie in that instance. I felt like <clears throat> I felt like like Rob Spear was about to behead me because mm-hmm. I sounded like Marie Antoinette talking about Rob Spear. Well, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> I just think like 
So I don't know if the people are bummed out. Maybe they should just like have a cake and like hashtag chill. Yeah. <laughs> That's thank you, 20th century Marie Antoinette. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see. Can we can we now move on to uh where where originally I thought maybe we were going, which was uh No, because you have not done the second part of my t- challenge. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. This is called a forward promote for the end when I tell you whether or not it was a blast. <laughs> All right, listeners, I hope you're as excited as I am. <laughs> you sound excited. Oh, I'm uh, so excited. I was thinking of the the turn of the 21st century. Uh, there was the dawning of a new age, an age where young teen pop stars could wear ties, and <laughs> uh, that was bringing us to our topic today: ties, neckties, all kinds of ties. Avril Lavigne. Exactly. Uh, are you are you an Avril Lavigne fan? I'm gonna say it's gonna be a no on that. It's gonna okay. be a no for me. But it, you said in fashion specifically. Well, the fashion, the music. I don't know. Lay it all out. I guess it's kind of a lifestyle, right? Yeah, the Vine head. A lavril style. Uh, lavril. Nope. There's nothing there. Uh, There's nothing there, Tim. Listen, it's good you tried. You gotta take your swings, you know. So you're a no go. Not, not I on wouldn't the fashion. go on Avril Lavigne. I lived in the portion of the United States that really only has Canadian radio stations to listen to. Um, and there is a law in Canada that says that Canadian media outlets must play like 20% Canadian produced music or Canadian, you know, like pop Contents. culture to like, I guess, avoid being subsumed by the, their our their popular neighbors from the south which would happen yeah no it totally happened which means that i got to hear a lot of canadian pop starlet avril lavigne on the radio i don't know if she was a starlet you think she was a starlet uh maybe she's just a regular star yeah i don't think you can be a starlet and wear a tie (laughs) (laughs) well i think that you can be in anything you want to and wear a tie uh let's see is that true I think that's a good that's a good question for us to meditate on as we uh, continue to discuss ties. Except for um, an IKEA employee. What do you, what do you think about um? Uh, well, okay, yeah, that's true. I was gonna say, what do you think about Annie Hall going back towards our just sort of? Oh, so quirky. Okay, but not Avril Lavigne. I think it's the same look. It's not the same look. Avril Lavigne doesn't have the the Annie Hall hat. That's true. The hat really makes that. And the jacket. And I don't think Avril Lavigne wore her pants so high either. Uh, No, she wore them quite low and quite wide. Yeah. And maybe with a chain. She definitely bought them from Hot Topic. Yeah, it was a very grungy Hot Topic look. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would describe Annie Hall's look. Maybe a slight belly shirt. Mm. Uh, Full belly. Yeah, yeah, as was the style at the time. Mm-hmm. As was the style. Low the rise, belly shirt, etc. Yeah, and so on. It was a time when our nation's youth had tanned midriffs. <laughs> Weird little stripes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would describe Annie Hall as like Daffy almost, right? Daffy? I don't know where that's coming from. It just feels right. Like, like the duck? No, not like the duck. Daffy is in like from Fraser or that's Daphne. Oh, oh, okay. So Daffy is in like Scooby Doo. Um, again, it's just like a hard roll the end. That's what you need to do. Is you gotta want to roll that end. Mm. 
Daphne. El Daphne. <laughs> Uh, I feel certain this is offending someone somehow, um, so let's move on. Nyo. Yeah, the, the, the rolled editor, Nyo, right? Or Nya. I don't or think we call that. Nyi. Uh Are you familiar with the uh, Very Hot Peppers? No. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you mean the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, yeah. That's ex- I love their music. <laughs> I think of them as the Very Hot Peppers. <laughs> because peppers can be any color and still be hot. Um, oh, I was just thinking of uh, learning the other day that uh, habanero peppers uh, do not have that enye. They're not habanero peppers. They're habanero. But people always put the enye on because they're like, I don't know, it's Spanish, right? It's not. Huh, yeah. <laughs> it's a common huh. common problem. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anywho, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, like you say, ties not worn at Nike. You said. Uh, IKEA. IKEA. Did you say Nike? Or did I just miss no, hearing? No, I said Ikea. Okay. I could see them not wearing them at Nike as well. It's very sport-oriented. It's so sporty, you know? And it looks weird to wear a tie and Nikes. Yeah, unless you're Garrison and Keeler. And Jordans. Uh, Garrison Keeler. Prairie Home Companion? I don't know. Does he, How much does he have to do with Rob Thomas? Uh, what about... Because he's my, like, frame of reference. No, I mean, he's regularly aired on NPR stations. <laughs> see, it's fun. Um, so, let's see. Uh, uh, yeah, so, the, why why, why don't they wear ties at Ikea? Uh, it's it's against uh, company policy. What? But I thought, yeah, I thought the man was always trying to keep us down by making us wear a tie. This man is trying to keep us down by making us not wear a tie. <laughs> Uh, the lessons stay the same. He's high on his Lincolnberries. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I, I I feel like that does, if you see our episode on Ikea, going way back into the archives, um, I feel that does match Ikea's uh, company culture, which is uh, one of extreme efficiency and also one of everyone falling in line. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. So let's say Tim's company. Uh-huh. It's Tim Co. You Tim's Co. make Tim's Co. Excuse me. You make Tim bits uh-huh. for Tim Hortons. Yeah. How else are they going to get them? Yeah. No. Somebody has. They got to gotta match that Tim Canadian bits. content law to <laughs> get all the right Tim bits in there. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, what is your your policy? Your your uh, dress code? Um, tie wise, I don't care. Sure, go for it. Um, yeah, okay, but are people ostracized for wearing a tie? Is it like a Google or a or a Facebook or some other tech company where it's like that's weird that you're wearing a tie? Yeah, where the hoodie is the thing to wear. The hoodie is the new tie. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's warmer, I guess. I don't know. No, I would actually, I would model it on uh, my current workplace, actually. I, I quite like it um, in that, like, typically people do not wear ties. People dress fairly casual. Um, you see a lot of, like, uh, it, re- it really runs the gamut. There's a lot of t-shirts. Um, there's also a lot of, like, untucked button-ups, like that kind of, like, urban, uncreative, casual dude <laughs> kind of vibe, where it's, like, you know, just, uh-huh. a, just a plaid, untucked button-up shirt. Um, yeah. And uh, and I say that with love because I often dress that way myself. Um, it's I don't want to have to think about this dress 
well, there's a lot of honesty in your in what you're saying right now, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. And then there's a fair bit of like tucked in, kind of more businessy look, but no tie. And then, but mm-hmm. there's also um at least a couple people who do Fancy Friday, which is like an anti, um, not anti, but just like a, an opposite uh, casual Friday, which they're like, yeah, it's Friday. You know what? I'm going to like put some thought into my clothing. I'm going to dress up, maybe wear a tie, maybe wear just something a little nicer. Um, and I think that's kind of fun. I love Fancy Friday. Yeah. I used to do Fancy Friday. So I, I would model, I, I would use this model, I think, anywhere where it's, you know, uh, uh, we are both a... Uh, welcoming of all types and we we live that credo you know that's it's, so uh, when you're hi- part of your hiring process is to make sure that you're hiring a diversely like a diverse sartorial profile yeah so although that's hard to gauge because people tend to dress up for their interviews they dress up in the interview yeah yeah i don't know it's hard to say yeah and then even it, yeah i don't know i don't i don't know if how to said- achieve this dream how about this? If you had an interview mm-hmm. and somebody said to you, by the way, just as an aside, don't worry about dressing up. Mm-hmm. We don't care for the interview. Just so you know, like, we know it's always a thing. Don't worry about it. Um, I would definitely still dress up. Um, right? Yeah. Like, come on. I, I don't know. <laughs> just come on. I would spend more time, like, trying to, like... How do I look more effortless and how and how good I look? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Like I would be, and that's something I'm often trying to hit too, because you know I live on the West Coast where, uh, you know, you, you don't wear a dark suit really around. No, like no. It, maybe a particularly formal wedding, or that's not quite you know black tie, because uh, mm-hmm. that's tuxedo territory. But mm-hmm. um, or a funeral, like those are the places you would wear that. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't want to, like, when I'm going out just trying to look good, have fun, you know, like, do my Justin Timberlake suit and tie little jazz, um, <laughs> which is also what he calls it. you got your suit and tie. Yeah. Um, like, I don't want to be reminding people of a funeral or a formal wedding that's insufferable. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to make sure your tie is very skinny. That's true. That's what makes it. Because then it's a cool wedding and or funeral. <laughs> Somebody really cool died. Ah, <laughs> uh, good for them. Let's... <laughs> Let's, let's celebrate the way they lived cool in a cool cool way uh and i guess i guess that's what we're doing uh we'll be back in a moment on encyclopedia of brunch back on encyclopedia brunch talking ties tie talk with encyclopedia brunch tim and Catherine talking ties what's your favorite letter to alliterate with probably t because my name fits in there oh uh yours I, I i feel like k would be a lot of fun except the problem is you you run into accidentally writing kkk it's a it's a real challenge yeah. the, the thing is that you gotta you gotta come up with a fourth k <laughs> you gotta just barrel past those three k's into like four plus k's. Yeah, 
4K, like uh, the the high definition televisions, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Or the number of carats you would like your gold to be. Is it four? It's a low carat, but sure, yeah, we could work with that. I thought we wanted twenty four. Isn't that like the good one? That's the good one. Yeah, that, that's all gold, right? Rolled gold pretzels. Rolled gold pretzels. All right. Well, I see you've well, that's left a it. Fun to... one. No, it's... that's a fun one. Listen, I'm 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 playing a little inductive here, reason here. here. I'm starting to gather. Let me set it up for you. That you Let want me, me you. to like. Move along to something maybe more connected to our topic, and I get no, that. No, Tim, let you, me let me just set it up for you. I'm let me set it up for you. What you've implied, I could set it up for you, and then you'll want to say it. Okay, go ahead. The X Files is brought to you by rolled gold pretzels. Oh, I'm sorry, was I supposed he to roll, roll it? The R. He didn't roll the R in the classic Aww. '90s pivot. Play with me. <laughs> Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll do it as though uh, it was on British television, one of the stations that actually has commercials. Uh-huh. Okay, so you need to use your scary British voice to say the X-Files is brought to you by... The Z-Files are brought to you by... Rolled gold pretzels. <laughs> Mine wasn't even British. <laughs> Irish gold! <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, I have to confess, I, I watched some of the Leprechaun movies recently, and I think it's had an adverse effect on me. <laughs> on your opinions of the Irish or um, on B-movies? My quality as a human? Yeah, your, your quality of life has really gone down since <laughs> seeing some of these movies. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay, so we talked about, uh, we talked about, like, why... You know, cool companies don't necessarily have you wear a tie, but like maybe you might want to. But that's like all reaction to historically you had to wear a tie. Like my dad yeah. always had to wear a tie to work. He wore a suit and right. tie. Um, and he was like, as long as I got my suit and tie, yeah. I still have this job. Well, I mean, my dad is a, a sort of like a, a b-boy. Um, he is. Yeah. He is a b-boy standing in his b-boy stance. That's that's how he earns uh, his money to, uh, you know, uh, keep me and my sister in a... And food and uh, and ties and ties the two <laughs> things every baby needs. <laughs> uh, but so, like, where do we even get this uh, from at all? Like, who cares about this weird neck thing? I don't know. Like, th- does it mean anything to you? Like, without even thinking about the history, or are you just like, do you get the tie? Like, why you would wear this? No, no. <laughs> it's weird. It's right? kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What about scarves? Are you a scarf lady? Yeah, well, it's functional. I mean, not all scarves. A lot of them are sort of just like fashion scarves. No, it's very functional to, as in your, if you're in your convertible, have something stream behind you dramatically. Mm, that's true. That's definitely true. That's, that's, yeah, that's a strong function. Yeah. Um, yeah, the necktie, not so much. The, the, the only thing I can think of that is really functional for a necktie is something, um, uh this kid who i went to school with like uh, you know all through i think i guess middle through high school um said to me once i think maybe in ninth grade or something about wearing a tie to like one of those like ninth grade school dances that kind of like level of of formality he was like oh yeah so he's wearing a good suit yeah he was like no 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 you gotta wear a tie to those kinds of things because that way the girl can grab your tie and pull you along and that's like a fun dance prop you know and then you're kind of like Aww. getting to interact is he now uh it, i think it went kind of south for him actually oh that's a shame yeah um 
well, we can move on. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But that's the only thing I can think of tie-wise where it's like, yeah, okay, that has a practical vibe. Uh, Yeah. uh, 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 Sexy prop work, sure. sure, Yeah. Yeah. Sartorially, Uh, sartorially, I think it provides a nice pop. Yeah, no, it's nice to have a pop of color. Um, As part of my research, I I came across Drew Carey's stand-up in which he has a bit where he uh, has a tie with a wire in the back. And he's like, this is my impression of a man falling out of a building. And so he flips the tie up so it's facing up and he's like, ah, I'm falling. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, I can flip it to the side and like trick cops to make them think I'm speeding. <laughs> like, it wasn't a super strong bit, I would say. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it, I'm, I'm kind of charmed by it. <laughs> I mean, it, it reads more carrot top than anything, but like... It was, um, yeah, it was like, it was more comforting than funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I think was... Actually, I want to... That was mostly true of the Drew Carey show until the end when it was just like absurdist. And you're like, oh boy, I don't know. There's... The, oh, that's, you know, that sounds interesting. This fourth wall isn't even here. <laughs> How's this whole TV show standing up? <laughs> the fourth wall is now one of those, like, divider walls that they try to sell you on and, like, like some one bedrooms, in quotes, where it's just, like, a low divider wall that you can clearly see over. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that's your fourth really... wall. <laughs> is, this, is this even... No, no, it, 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 it's, almost, it's almost enough to... It's almost as though it was built to make you notice how much of a knot wall is there. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just enough artifice for that. Um, yeah, that's funny. You know, uh, try to remember. I feel like there was another comic where someone figured out how to put something into their tie to make it like Dilbert's tie, so that they could like dress up as Dilbert for work. Because Dilbert's tie has that weird little flip up. Oh, yeah. But why would another comic do that? That doesn't make sense. That's just stealing work. Yeah, a lot of comics aren't good, I guess. It also just seems like a Halloween costume. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. So spooky dressing up as Delbert. Mm, You're stuck in a corporate hell. Oh, men's right activism. Ugh, that guy. Um, But, but, yeah, I mean, regardless, the the tie is sort of has that built-in level of like, other than prop work, it's just, you know, a symbol of uh, oppression, as Richard Branson put it in an article that uh-huh. was paywalled, so I could only see the very beginning of. But, um, uh, but yeah, so do you, did, did you uh, read up on, on where the hell we even got this thing from? Other than just like, well, that pops. A lot of things pop. Where we got it from? Yeah. What no, we're... that was, it was mostly just Drew Carey stand up. <laughs> really? He didn't go into the history of the tie? No. <laughs> All right, well, let me tell you about it. Uh, the tie comes from the cravat, which is uh, okay. sort of just a simpler like, tie. Yeah, it's kind of just like a bunch of cloth, right? That you sort of like just wrap around your neck and then kind of like stuff down your shirt is basically it. There's like a little knot. It's a, it's a tuckum scarf. Yeah, yeah. A cravat is like a tuckum scarf. I think that's right. Um, and cravat actually comes from a, a Croatian military unit. Um, they were like mercenaries for, buh, 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 I don't know, some French um, king. And um, in the 17th century, uh, you know, these Croatians, the Croats, um, they just like wore this this cravat. Um, kind of like, I don't know, I guess, I guess in like military circles, it's common to just like 
pick like all right well this is what we do and that's what they did you know like because the uniform is important in the military right to sort of like signify yeah. i'm with these people um right uniforms are important whether we're, whether you're at ikea or in the french military <laughs> the croatian military well <laughs> i guess i don't know how it works if you're if you're Croatian mercenaries working with Louis the Thirteenth of France, uh, mm, I don't know. Anywho, um, and I guess there was also some, some. Well, no, I think that was something different. They also mentioned here in this article that like uh, sometimes people might put like a neck band around their neck to just make them feel better about accidentally getting nicked by a blade or something because there's so many veins mm. there. And if you're yeah. in a fight, it's kind of nice to have like, well, at least I have a little bit of protection. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the French, uh, the Parisian uh, haute couture people um, saw this and were like, oh, it looks kind of cool. And uh, so then that's how we got the cravat was because it's a it's a corruption of uh, the French word for Croatian. And um, wow, interesting. Yeah. And then so, uh, yeah, I mean, basically the necktie slowly evolved out of that when they were like, uh, yeah, this is kind of hard to tie. Um, this is uh, we'd like it a little thinner. Maybe we're not necessarily going to do military stuff. We just want to, you know, like look nice. Um, and so it translates eventually into uh, the Langsdorf tie, which is that tie that uh, we think of now where it's kind of like tie shaped. You know, it's a long band that kind of is wide on one end with a little diamond bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like uh, early 1900s. Before that, we were kind of like we were playing with the concept a lot. I felt like. Like, we had the idea of, like, let's put a piece of fabric around our neck, but we didn't quite have it assembled into what what it is today. Um, but, yeah, at that point, this guy figured out, uh, this guy, uh, Jesse Langsdorf, figured out a way to cut it just so, and then sew it up, so it was kind of, like, neat and easy to do. And that was really helpful for people in the Industrial Revolution who wanted to go to work and wear... Um, still, you know, match fashion and look important, but like, you know, they, these were people who are working and, uh, they weren't just either in the military or, um, which is a kind of work, uh, or going to parties with like really big fancy, you know, to do's. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, they wanted this like long, thin, easy to tie thing. And so it's just, oh, it's a long band. And then you tie it around a couple times. You got a little knot and away you go. And that's, uh, I don't know, I guess pretty much how we got to where we got was just like some French people were just like, oh, that looks interesting. And I think that's how we got to a lot of places in fashion. The French people. I don't know, that's weird. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think I think it's it's very telling, though, that the tie uh, has a connection to a uniform kind of going all the way back. It's just like... I guess when I said earlier that like the tie is a nice way to get a certain pop in your clothes... Um, like that kind of matches with a uniform like oh this is a nice way to like have a signifier on your clothes or something that is yeah, a clear flag yeah so it makes sense that you would you would wear it at work or something to be like yep i'm with this company or i'm doing this uh or i am the sort of person who wears a tie uh so it all goes back to identity doesn't it well it often seems to uh well let's uh let's stare in the mirror and uh do our our identity affirmation practices um, and we'll be back in a moment. Or Justin Timberlake songs. Each and or. Encyclopedia Brunch. Like your mommy Wow.
And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch talking about ties. Those symbols of oppression we wear around our necks. I mean, in some sense. <laughs> um, so there are some... There is some sentiment, I guess, in like, I want to say like the 70s and 80s in Iran, um, that there was like a group of people who felt that this is really a symbol of Western oppression, which I could completely get. So this would be like probably post-revolution? Yeah. 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 Um, To say like, okay, so these Europeans brought us this stupid thing to literally tie around our necks. Mm-hmm. Um, and said that we need it in order to be productive members of society. That seems like, I don't know, feels very controlling to me. So gonna be a no, thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's a, it's, it's a real collision of, a um, you know, politics and economics or, you know, like capitalist economics, right? Because mm-hmm. what the tie does there is it's like a symbol of being like, yes, I am a, a put together working person who can be productive in the, in the capitalist sense. That's like, I will help make, something make money um so i don't know i, I totally get that yeah. or um, i i wear this western symbol and therefore i have western values i'm um, aligned which, yeah yeah which don't fall like they're out of what i believe in as an iranian um or as a muslim yeah yeah no i can totally see that um and yeah i don't know that's it's interesting i'm trying to think if we have so, like, uh, I think personally, you know, what I said at the beginning of the episode was that, like, yeah, I don't know, wear a tie if you want. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to, like, you know, dress up a little different sometimes. Um, but that, I think, is because I've never been forced to wear a tie. It's it's mm-hmm. it's never been uh, a part of my having to announce myself as, like, a put-together person. Um, right. Uh, for the most part. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I, I I want. I'm trying to think if we have anything else like that where it's like, oh, this is clearly a symbol of um, something, a, a way that we have to present ourselves um, in order to like fit in in some way. But then that because that goes away, it becomes mm-hmm. cool and hip again. Like there must be right. That seems like a thing that would just happen naturally all the time. But I can't think. Yeah, of absolutely. Um wait a minute what you're yanking my chain it happens all the time yeah no i just skinny ties joe go levs joe go sorry i'm sorry joseph gordon levin oh yeah yeah yeah. jgl (laughs) um justin timberlake all of these tie wearing celebrities right right no no no. but what i'm trying to do is like abstract it beyond just ties i'm like trying to think of another example of a fashion or something where it's like Oh, it sort of like came back into vogue. I guess like corsets. Why are you kidding me? <laughs> bell bottoms. No, but bell bottoms. I don't think those ever were like a sign of like fitting in, right? Well, no, you're right. The navy. No, you're right. You're right. Hmm. It, wasn't that like navy wear? And then in the sixties, it like became a sort of counterculture thing. Um, I did not know that it was navy wear, but it was really big in the sixties. Yeah. And I would say it identified you as being a hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it came back in the 90s in a really big way. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the 60s came back in the 90s. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I feel like corsets kind of fit that better, although they haven't really come back in the same way. But I feel like, you know, a lot of like... Oh, not really, but I know where I could get a corset if I needed one. <laughs> you got a guy? <laughs> I have a corset dealer. <laughs> he knows what kind of whalebone I like. There you go. Oh, I don't like that my corset dealer is a guy. That makes me uncomfortable. Mm, yeah, well, it should. <laughs> I try to, our, our corsets, that, that is a thing people wear sometimes, though, right? Like, usually it's part of, like, a, you know, very fashion-forward thinking or, like, you know, it, like, it, it's an outfit when you wear that. You wouldn't wear it every day. But, no, I wouldn't wear it to lounge around the house. In, <laughs> no. But people do wear it today, right? I'm not, I'm not totally yeah. misremembering. Okay. Sure, yeah. Huh. I mean, I don't think I think it's much less common to wear like a lace up corset because it is a lot of work. But you see like corset style tops, you know, mm. and that's kind of like it's quite tight around the bottom and then sort of like has a, a brassiere type top. Is that what well, that is? it looks like a corset, I see. Uh, <laughs> but I... really, it's just like, I don't know, it has a zipper in the back or something. <laughs> I see. Um, do you know what happened with the Iran thing? Did they just banned ties and that was it. Oh no, they're not banned, but like it's uh it became like a movement to don't wear a necktie with your suit. I see. Well that kind of fits I mean, you know, we talked about in our pointy hats episode, which was surprisingly deep, I thought. Um the way Yeah, we got to something. Yeah, the way the pointy hat is it's a symbolizer because it's sort of just like this huge flag you can wear. Yeah, um, I, I am in the out group. <laughs> um But I think I feel like a tie does kind of the same thing. Um in that, like, it's just not quite as pointy and up in the air, but, like, the idea is that it, it's always symbolizing because it's not necessary. It's not just the thing you're using for warmth. Like, you never you never just throw on the tie because you're like, yeah. well, the weather called for it. Sorry, I had to wear a tie. I mean, in our pointy hats episode, I thought that, like, I felt like what where we kind of came to on it is like, oh, pointy hats often are used to by people who are in the out group. Mm, yeah, which is To be clowns, like, I am in the out group. Dunces. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the tie, I think, is much more likely to signify like I am in the in-group. Yeah, I don't think any. I, I fit in here. <laughs> uh, quite literally, I guess there's there's all kinds of membership ties. I was reading about it. It sounded like it was more common in Europe. Um, mm. but uh, and then they got into yeah. This is so like a tie of a certain kind. Kind of means like yes, I do belong here. And I suppose that fits in with yeah. I mean, uniforms all over the place, right? Private schools, um, uh, mm-hmm. clubs etc um military units um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know maybe it's because it's it's not it's not so wacky it doesn't have the built-in wackiness of like um a yeah. big flailing thing yeah yeah maybe it's the layers what do you think about that are layers more naturally dignified <laughs> i'm not ready to say that but i think that's a question for another for another day all right. Well, we'll we'll sit and meditate meditate on it, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was it was all right. I don't know if it was a blast, but I enjoyed rolling ours with you today and learning about ties. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. All right. I'll take it. Well, I'm glad we could get together and do this. Until next week, it's Catherine Gogan over there. Tim Dobbs over <laughs> there. Oh, Can't gosh. roll a th. Bye. That's what I learned. <laughs>